With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From API, this is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. Have you ever noticed how news reports quantify the importance of an industry to the U.S. economy? For example, in many of the news reports about the ongoing health care debate, reporters often say that health care is a multi-billion dollar business that makes up a large portion of the gross domestic product. Here at API, we decided to conduct a study to gather similar information about the size and importance of the oil and natural gas industry. And Art Weiss, API's Policy Analysis Manager, is here today to discuss the findings. Welcome, Art. Thanks, Jane. This study was conducted by Price Waterhouse Coopers, and can you summarize the study's findings? Yes. Uh, the study, in a general sense, really demonstrates the importance of the oil and gas industry to the U.S. economy, both in terms of employment as well as GDP contributions. Some of the top-line numbers include that the oil and gas industry, through its operations and capital investments, supports 9.2 million workers in the U.S. economy, either directly or indirectly, and generates uh, uh, contributions to GDP of over a trillion dollars, which equates to roughly 7.5% of GDP. Well, how does this information differ from the findings of earlier studies? Because I know that API had some earlier studies. Well, we, we did do an earlier study in 2007, and this study differs in two respects. One, of course, is that the earlier study was based on earlier data, and since the industry has grown since then, we would, see, we would expect to see bigger impacts in, the, in, the, in this latest study, which indeed we do. The other way it differs is in the fact that the older study did not include the, the impacts of, of the capital investments uh, in the industry. And as you can imagine, the capital investments of the oil and gas industry are, are very large because of the capital-intensive nature of the oil and gas industry. I noticed that the study also discussed three different groups of jobs. I think they were called direct, indirect, and induced. Can you explain those, please? Sure. The direct jobs are the number of jobs directly employed by the U.S. oil and gas industry. For example, workers in the upstream, workers at refineries, workers at, at the marketing stage of the business, so those direct jobs are directly employed by the industry. Now, there are also indirect jobs, and those jobs are created through purchases of the oil and gas industry for its materials and capital goods. For example, you could think of the oil and gas industry needs to purchase large machinery, a lot of steel, uh, and through these purchases of goods and services, many jobs are created. And so there are 
7.1 million indirect and also induced jobs. And the induced jobs are coming from the wages that are earned by both the direct and indirect labor. Because they go out and they have to, they support families, they purchase many goods and services uh, to just in the course of conducting their daily lives. And all total left together, then it's about 9.2 million. Correct. That's pretty substantial. Yes, that's for for 2007, the the latest data, which is currently available. Now you mentioned that the oil and natural gas industry is one of the most capital intensive industries in America, meaning that. Many of its investments are in equipment like offshore platforms rather than in hiring large groups of people. Still, don't these new jobs figures indicate that the oil and natural gas industry is indeed one of the largest industries in the country? Oh, there's no question that uh, both directly and indirectly, when you're talking about 9.2 million jobs, which is a significant share of the labor force, that it is a as well as being capital intensive, also supports a significant amount of the labor force in the United States. Did you look at the number of jobs that exist in various states? Yes, we did. And what did you find? What, which states contain the largest number of jobs and which had the fewest? States with the largest jobs, I'll give you the top five. Texas, uh, there were 1.8 million jobs supported directly or indirectly by the industry. California, there were 753,000 jobs created uh, in 2007. Oklahoma, there were 349,000 jobs created. Louisiana, there were 330,000 jobs created. And the great state of New York, there were 281,000 jobs created. I bet that would be a surprise to some of the people in those individual states. I think it would, and, and the reason is because of all of these linkages between the oil and gas industry and many other industries in the economy which supply goods to the oil and gas industry. Uh, many people just do not realize how interconnected the oil and gas industry with, is with many other industries in the economy. Which, which states had the fewest numbers? Okay, the fewest, uh, I'll start with the district, D.C., even though it's not a state. Um, there were 13,000 jobs created uh, in 2007 through the activities of the oil and gas industry, either directly or indirect, indirectly. Vermont had 14,000 jobs created. Delaware, 15,000 jobs created. Rhode, Rhode Island had 16,000 jobs created. And... Hawaii had 19,000 jobs created. Still, even with, um, with those numbers, and those aren't particularly small numbers, but still, isn't it fair to say that virtually everybody in the United States is touched in some way or another by this industry? Oh, the, that's correct, because of, as, as we talked about earlier, the many linkages between the oil and gas industry and other industries in the economy uh, when the oil and gas industry is producing and growing, it demands more goods and services from uh, many other industries in, in the economy. And so it, it does touch the lives of, of, of a wide uh, part of the U.S. population. Since those linkages, as you call them, exist, what is the impact on Americans or perhaps on American households when government actions have an impact on the oil and natural gas industry? Well, 
you know, as you can imagine, when the oil and gas industry is <clears throat> is growing and is robust, it's going to demand more goods and services, and many other industries will grow, and people will do better. Uh, there will be more jobs created, but at the same time, if if there are punitive government actions that stop the growth or make it more difficult for the oil and gas industry to grow as an industry, it's not going to go out and develop and produce more of America's resources and refine its its uh, energy into products that, that are used in all forms of transportation that basically move all the goods and services in the economy. It will not be able to do that to that extent and therefore, it, it will demand less goods and services from other industries, and, and, and you will have uh, a negative impact on employment in those industries. Art, the administration has proposed repealing some long-standing tax incentives for oil and natural gas production. How could that affect the industry and, by extension, the entire economy? If you raise taxes on the oil and gas industry, uh, it could have several adverse impacts. One would be that you would be raising the cost to explore, develop, and produce uh, domestic energy in the United States. History has shown that when this has been done in the past, that you decrease domestic production of energy, you will increase imports of crude oil into the United States. So how could this affect jobs? Well, if you're raising the cost of doing business, uh, history has shown that that has resulted in fewer jobs into the future. So it's fair to say then that raising taxes on the oil and gas industry could have some very severe unintended consequences on the economy. Oh, it likely would. Uh, and it goes back to what we talked about uh, in terms of the uh, oil and gas industry being interconnected with many industries in the economy. And if you uh, impose punitive taxation on the oil and gas industry, uh, it will indirectly impact all of those other industries in the economy. Art Weiss, thank you so much for explaining this today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. My pleasure, Jane. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.